Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, what's happening? Yo, howdy, howdy. Yeah, boo. Anyway, um, hey guys. Um, so listen, just want to want to say you, you've clicked on this podcast because you probably want to listen to a guest on the podcast. Probably why you've seen it in the title, Cricket, probably, or Jason Roy. Yeah, that's damn right. We have Jason Roy on the podcast today. Now, Jason Roy is an England cricketer. He just won the World Cup against New Zealand. He won the World Cup against New Zealand. He uh, was batting in the ashes. Just a fantastic human being. Francis uh, was on the podcast, but he actually had to desert me right now because he he had a he had a date or something like that. I don't know what he had, but he just ran out of the room. He didn't even tell me. He just looked very fearful and scared, and he's just gone. But Jason, you were an absolute hero on and off the field. You were great on the podcast. His first podcast he's ever done. We feel honoured that you came on. Um, so if you love cricket, you're going to love this one. Even if you don't love cricket. You're still going to love this one. Trust me, you'll really like this one because he is just... It's, it's amazing what the mentality of a sportsman... It's, it's amazing what it takes to be a sportsman. And he really lived on the edge in loads of different ways. Uh, mentally, physically, everything. Please follow us on Instagram at Private Podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy this one. Here we go. Jason Roy. Okay. Oh God, I just burnt my throat. Yeah, <laughs> glad. I wish you... Wish you die sometimes that was hot it was so annoying i went to get a coffee at, um at the bar downstairs yeah and i and i and i because i sometimes think they make the coffee too strong so if, if i order a large americano they put like i don't know it feels like too much too much coffee in it so i have like a one uh, one shot large americano but then he filled it like right to the edge so i was having to walk up the stairs like trying not to spill this boiling hot liquid I know, I know what you mean. Hey, Jace, have you ever yes. had these... You know when someone makes a tea for you, right? Yeah. But the tea is, like, more than boiling. Have you ever had that? Yeah. Like, it's, like, freaking... There, there are a few things I really hate in life, right? It's, it's steam. When it's steam is what you're saying. No, it's not steam. It's just really... <laughs> the, the tea is, like, it's overly... when it's more than boiling. <laughs> so you're, so basically what you're saying is when you get a mug full of steam... <laughs> steam tea. <laughs> I like that. No, it's not. There are a few. Do you know what? Do you know what I hate in life? This is mm. what I really. Well, well, I know what you hate in life. <laughs> what do this I hate? Is going to be huge. Orphans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, it's a good start. Don't do that to our guest. Our guest good is going to think that I'm um, some. I don't even hate. More nervous. Listen, I don't hate orphans at all. Actually, why? This, is there something, there's nothing wrong with them. Why do you? Do you know what? Because you've now put this in my mind. He's What's put, your issue with orphans? I don't. Bro? Do you Come know what? On. Listen, I don't have a problem with orphans. I don't at all. This is actually true. We had to do, or I had to do this. You did punch one that that time? <laughs> Well, I went up to him and said, are you an orphan? He said, yes, and I punched him. Yeah, didn't you? <laughs> I did not punch at like all. so what do you do? I don't know where I'm punching orphans, but I, I did say once. Not frequently. But. <laughs> Francis said this once in, in an interview that me and him did, right? And I did this TV show the other day, um, which is James Acaster's and uh, Josh Widdicombe's one, and it's called... Um, Hypothetical. That's it's called hypothetical. And basically, you get asked a question and you okay. give a hypothetical answer. And loads of people were sitting there, and I said loads of random things. And then, because of your, you said about <laughs> orphans, they said, 
<laughs> if you could think of one thing to put in a vending machine that's not a vending machine, what would it be? Well, I said orphans. <laughs> oh, no. Did it go down well? Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and then they asked then they asked me another, and I was like you could be onto something yeah and then I, my head started because I was a bit hung over as well so my head started to be a bit clouded as well and I was like god what have I said <laughs> and it was being filmed and I didn't want to go can we just edit that bit out and then they said what would you give to the queen if you gave the, her a present and oh, again no. I went an orphan oh no <laughs> like that and then I started to act out the whole point of giving it to the queen and I went go on little fella <laughs> an orphan was in front of me and I was going to the Queen go on little guy get in there go on go did, on. It, did it get did it on well? well they haven't aired it so I don't I don't know if they're going to air it ever god but did it get a laugh from the studio? yeah but like an awkward laugh where they you had to laugh well they had to laugh yeah. yeah you can't just sit there and go well this is fucking awkward that is funny though. I also. That is funny. I, 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 yeah, you're not supposed to say it. I also did not. The joke you, is me saying They also. Yeah, go for it. Now. He's running with it. Yeah, go for it. I'm taking the joke that he makes about me and going with it. Also, the other thing that I did, that they really didn't know what I was saying, is they said, oh, if you had to. They gave me a carton of milk and they said, what would you, um, what would you call it? And I said, I'd call it, uh, I'd call it teat that. And uh, they went, why would you call it teat that? And I said, because I hate Gary Barlow. And they went, what? what? <laughs> I, went, I don't even hate Gary Barlow. And I just said it out randomly for no reason. And they thought I was this awful person who hated orphans <laughs> hated and you. Gary Barlow. <laughs> well, are these the only things you hate? Or is it <laughs> yeah, yes. everything else? Strange things to hate. Strange things Very to hate. Very niche things to hate. Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. Hey, on the podcast, World Cup winner, Jason Roy! Yeah. Yeah, baby. Oh, rad! Hey, listen, before we kick things off, Jason, i got to ask you something. It's the last over, okay, of the yeah. World Cup. You're yeah. playing New Zealand, okay? Yeah. It is. You should be there right now. I, I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was you there. Really should be there. If yeah. you, if you I just... almost forgot it. Yeah. Let's yeah. 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 so, so, that Cricket World Cup. Okay, yeah. we're in the final. New Zealand versus England. We go to something called a super over, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So basically, it was a draw in the match. <clears throat> it's a super over. Each each batting team gets one over to score as many runs as they can. That's right. Whoever gets the most runs wins. England bat first. They score sixteen runs, wasn't it? Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> New Zealand gets to anyway. Yeah. First ball or yeah. second ball gets hit to you. You yeah. fumble it. Fumble. <laughs> you fumble. fumble. You fumble it in a super. Yeah, super over. Hands behind my back. Turn to the crowd. <laughs> it's it's done. I've ruined everyone's lives. <laughs> You've ruined, um, I've ruined the World Cup. I've ruined the World Cup for England. Um, Wait, just quickly. And then second ball comes to you, and you throw it to the wrong end. Third ball. Yeah. So second. Yeah. First ball. First ball wide. Shouldn't have been a wide. First of all. Second ball fumble. Third ball to me. Throw it to the wrong end. Run out. No, not a run out because Jason's an idiot. Then anyway, run over to the other side of the ground, and now I'm dripping with sweat. Like it's not even. Put, like, put it's us in your mentality right now. What is the feeling? So you go into this last over. This is for the World Cup. This yeah. is what everyone goes for. Are you freaking out? Is it, or are you just kind of separating yourself from those nerves? No, I was freaking out because the, the the ball after I threw it to the wrong end went so far over my head for six. The fourth ball went so far over my head for six. It was a joke, and I thought this is this is the end. Like I've just done this, but. I had to kind of pick myself up from that and go, 
do you know what? We've still got runs on the board to play with. Joffre's a great bowler. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm probably going to get another opportunity to rectify my, like, right my wrongs type thing. And then, yeah, and then... <laughs> So then, the, so then, so then the last, yeah. so then the last, the last thing of the, so the last shot of the game, the last ball of the game. Yeah. New Zealand needed two runs to win. Yeah. To win the game, two yeah. runs to win, and it couldn't be a draw because if it was a draw, England win it, right? We win. Yeah. We win because of the more yeah. boundaries. More boundaries. Yeah. Which is yeah, uh, obviously a very strange draw, and a lot of people not very happy with it. But rules, the rules aren't. Well, like, it's like in Mastermind when you uh, pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, no. <laughs> You know, I didn't. Know, I, yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't, didn't, didn't think about that rule. Then it fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> when you did pass, when you passed many times, and that's why you lost. Yeah. But wait, yeah. okay. So we're going to talk about the whole I thing. Got I joint just, first. I just want to, you know, this podcast. We want to set yeah. like tension. You know, when you listen to a podcast and the little clippers, and this happened, that, and we're setting yeah. up the whole thing. So it's the last ball of the entire game. New Zealand need two runs. Uh, the batsman hits it and it's coming towards you. Straight towards me. <laughs> what after, do you think? Do you know what? The ball was coming towards me, bouncing in slow motion. <clears throat> I could see the seam position on the ball. It was coming to me. Everything was slow motion. Everything was silent. I couldn't hear the crowd. Couldn't hear my thoughts. Are you Wolverine? I just saw. <laughs> literally. And then your claws came what? out. You want me to set the tone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying so, to get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Actually, so the ball is going. The ball is going. No, no, just going. No, no, keep it. Keep it. I really. So the ball. You can't hear the crowd go, but you can see the batsmen in your peripherals sprinting, and they seem like they're sprinting at the speed of light. It's the scariest thing. And I said to myself after I fumbled that one, I was like, look, forget about worrying about picking the ball up and throwing it and all this sort of stuff. Just do what it just go on instincts um and i did i i just picked the ball up and i threw it in could could have been a better throw but it worked out to be perfect um and then everything was forgotten but obviously a lot of the guys in the team i don't think realized that because we, we knew we drew the game uh-huh. so the crowd were like well they've drawn the game like what's going on but we were on i think we were the only people in the whole ground that knew that, knew that we had actually won the game because everyone well everyone else was screaming with happiness but yeah, we were just going berserk. That that way, Francis. Did you catch? Have you seen I, the moment? I, I haven't watched it yet because I've been up in Edinburgh, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's on no, my. It is pretty. It's, it's on my. It's on my. It's on my. I've had a long, a long to do list after after a month of it. But but that's even that's even better because uh, being a cricket fan, right? Yeah, and I've yeah. been a cricket fan for years. Yeah. You know, cricket has gone through, and cricket goes through all the time. One of the these like periods where people think it, you know, it gets criticism, and you probably get rinsed out. You know, is cricket <laughs> is cricket being, you know, are you a sportsman? Are you this? Yeah. Are you that? All those kind of things. And of course, you know, you're the ultimate sportsman. It's actually one of the hard. It's like golf. Yeah. It's one well, of the hardest it's, mentality it's, sports uh, ever. People, people who don't, who, who maybe haven't played it, uh, think that it's some sort of you know slow moving boring game yeah. but it but it is but it's punctuated by moments of like intense action you yeah. know uh, and 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 like like you said where you've got to like focus completely on catching that ball yeah, and, exactly, and yeah. getting it in or or you know actually hitting the ball, or ball. Yeah. I mean it's, it's very it's a highly intense 100% and people sport. see it on TV and they see the ball going towards a batsman and they miss it and get bowled and they're like how on earth did yeah. you not hit that yeah. and you're like yeah. <laughs> Because I tried. <laughs> I Listen, you, you tried. put me in there, I could slog it out the park, man. I, I, I have an eye like an eagle. Yeah. An so eagle eye. You, you're from South Africa, right? Born in South Africa. Yeah, we're going to get into this, though. Hold on, I just want to keep talking, because oh. I really want to hear this okay, one thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear this one thing. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, it, but cricket, right, how, like what you guys have done, what the England squad at the moment have done, which is so yeah. incredible, is that 
what are you we had the ashes with Flintoff and yeah. uh, and <laughs> all those guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of them huge, huge cricket <laughs> yeah. fan yeah Flintoff huge and the cricket. 10 other guys but it was the ashes in 2000 and what was it 2005 Five. yeah those ashes which were incredible with yeah. you had Harmison you had Flintoff the rest of them yeah. and um, that was incredible and that gave, gave a boost in cricket massive boost but what you guys have done now is you've brought kind of cricket back to the mainstream kind yeah. of play where everyone's going holy smokes yeah. this is great because of that match because of the Ashes because of Ben Stokes scoring those 130 yeah, odd runs yeah, yeah. that he did in the Ashes just now that yeah. must be incredible for you guys right yeah insane but that's the thing in 2005 what they did well is they did it on free to air TV you know so everyone mm. was able to watch it everyone was able to see their heroes play Likewise, what they did with the World Cup final, they put it on free-to-air TV, which is so, so That's why, isn't it? That is why, because everyone then watches it. Everyone buys into it. Everyone can relate to it. And they're just like, this is unreal. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it it still hasn't really hit home yet because two weeks later, we're starting the first Ashes game. So it's not really hit home too much about the World Cup final. We haven't really celebrated properly. Unfortunately, mm. that's been. You know, well, you're here. You yeah, know, this is a celebration. Yeah. We're yeah. celebrating for yeah. you. Now, you. The other thing that I want to know is right. You're playing yeah. the Aussies at the moment. It's the yeah. Ashes on, and um, you, you, you're batting. You were opening the batting. Yeah. And you, then you got put to number four. Yeah. Uh, what happens with sledging? Okay. Do do you when you walk into yeah. when you walk into play to bat? Yeah. Do the Aussies say things to you like, hey, hey, what's up, Bella and Head? Yeah, yeah. I heard what's, that, up, what's up, Bella and Head? What's up, well, Massive Head? I heard yeah. that's what you are doing. Bella and Head? Yeah. Bella and Head. Did I just shout that out there without even knowing it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've made up a nickname that's probably going to stick now. So thanks, mate. Yeah, can't wait for the Aussies to come out with that one. Uh, they don't I need got, any more ammunition yeah, for me. Got, we have a lot of Australian listeners, actually. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, got, I, got told, I got told that you that in yeah. the England changing room that you could get called Bellend head. Bellend head. <laughs> mm, I think that might oh, be a white lie. Just Jamie. behind your back. Just then. behind my back. Yeah, I haven't got many mates apparently. Um, I might not turn up this week. I think I'm done. Um, so yeah, sledging's a real thing. Sledging is a real thing. Um, they've they've wanted to come across during this test match as holier than now. Obviously, they've been through a tough time in the press with. With everything that happened with Steve Smith, David Warner. Which, by the way, can we just get that? It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what happened with this, Francis. Strange. Basically, so uh, Steve Smith um, and the Australian cricket team were playing South Africa. Yeah, in South, um, Africa. In South Africa. And basically, you can't tamper oh, with yeah, a cricket yeah, ball. Yeah, 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 and they yeah. were rubbing uh, gravel, wasn't it? Or sandpaper. Like, yeah. Roughing it up. sandpaper yeah. in his pocket that he, that he got out. And I felt sorry for Bancroft, really. He's a bit of a scapegoat. He's quite a young guy. And obviously, the senior members of the team kind of threw him under the bus a bit. But... I mean, they've come through to this series now trying to be Mr. Nice Guys to the media and all this sort of stuff. But on the field, sledging's definitely still a thing. Yeah, Is it? Like, what, what kind of... Because I would say, oh, you're, you're a fanny. What's the best sledge you've... you've, you've I reckon, Jason, you're there. You were giving so much shit. To the, I reckon you were there. <laughs> I needed to get runs first before I sledge. I haven't got oh, any runs Oh, my God. I reckon you were right in there just no, saying no, everything. No, 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 no. I, just, I get a little bit niggly. I get Do a little you? bit niggly. Yeah, like just get in their personal space, walk past them really closely, oh, breathe on them. God, because yeah, yeah. I saw, I went and watched this, I watched this documentary uh, called The Edge, which is that, which is a really cool yeah. cricket documentary. Yeah, it's actually yeah. really fascinating. Just about the mentality and actually not only is cricket about not, you know, giving your edge away, but also the edge in your mind, yeah. how like mm. you literally live on the edge the whole time. And they showed some sledging when it was, you know, ponting and the guys like that and the mm. Australian team. And, you know, you would, you'd get, who's, um, who, this is good my quick knowledge, who's the scary Australian bowler who gets really angry? 
Brett Lee? Not Brett Lee. Brett Lee. Younger Mitchell Johnson. Mitchell Johnson. Mitchell Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, he's bowling absolute fire to those guys in the Ashes down in Australia. Oh, just like, my God. No, thank you. But he was bowling at him, and it, and it basically bounced up, I think, into, like, Broad or someone like that. I don't know. Anyway, he said something back to Ponting. Ponting said, yeah, he goes, oh, you'll do there, mate. I'll, the next one fucking break your arm. Yeah, Literally yeah. like that. Like, they just don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, Michael Clark actually said that to, to Jimmy Anderson. When he came into bat, I think it was Jimmy Anderson, just says, um, come on, Mitch, break his arm. And it's just like, all right, right, you can get me out, but don't break an arm. It's a bit aggressive, isn't it? But after the match, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't do it now. Now yeah. that's unfair. Please. Yeah, but um, it, it gets quite ruthless, especially when teams get a sniff of winning. I think that's when they get like a little bit more niggly and more on top of the opposition and, and kind of try and yeah mentally try and like uh, consolidate their yeah, position, ruin them. Yeah. But also, as we said, yeah. you know, the, 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 I'm so interested in like the mentality of sportsmen, yeah. right? Because it is just fascinating the fact that, you know, as a, if you're a golfer, right? You're a golfer, you know, one mistake in a golf course yeah. can, can ruin your entire game. And yeah. the same goes for kind of cricket. One mistake in a cricket match, mm-hmm. especially a test match, can change the game. How do you mentally stay in that moment and stay prepared and stay... F- like concentrated. How do you have that? No, it's like so mentality? hard, mate. Um, it, you just, it's just the unknown with cricket, um, especially as a batsman. You, it's the I don't know. Sometimes wonder why I even do it because <laughs> you, yeah. you train hard and you work your nuts off and you do everything you can physically can, mentally can, and then you get a good ball and you're out and you're done. And you're getting drilled by the media. You're getting abused by everyone mm. and. You're this and you're that, and you're like, oh, hang on, like I didn't do a huge amount wrong there. Give a bit of credit to the bowler. So you've got to try and be comfortable in yourself as a person and as a player. You've got to be able to go. I know I'm. I know I'm good. I know I can do that. I've done it in training. I'll be okay. And when I was younger, I struggled with that. When I first came onto the international scene, I was really struggled with failure because because you were a bit of a hothead, weren't you? Yeah, and I, I hadn't proved myself to my, like to anyone. I hadn't proved to myself that I could play at international cricket, international level. Um, and well, it was so you didn't think you were worthy so enough? You had like an yeah, imposter I just didn't think I was good enough. Yeah, yeah, I was like, whoa, what am I doing here? Yeah. I'm an imposter. Yeah. Which was a horrible feeling. <laughs> um, yeah, imposter syndrome, we can call it that. I like that. Um, yeah. But yeah. And so that's what you felt. So you, so you basically, <laughs> so, you, so you, you kind of felt that you weren't there, that you shouldn't have been there. And then, so how then do you, because then that adds more pressure on it, because surely the way, you know, if you, you know, I, you know I, I used to play a lot of golf, and what I would do is I'd walk onto like a golf course, right? And yeah. well, some days I just knew that if I hit it, it would go in the right direction. Other days, if I hit it, I knew it wouldn't go in the right direction. Yeah. Does that the same happen with you on days like that? It's, it's difficult because you do the same thing. The, the thing is with golf is you can feel like you're doing the exact same thing. And it goes shit. And it's rubbish. Have you ever played golf, Francis? Yeah, I'm terrible at golf. <laughs> Not your game. No, I mean, I, I had a golf course like at my school, and I like really should have played more. Yeah. Like, but I just, I, I think I just used to go and what is it? smoke, smoke. <laughs> I love smoke. that. He was about smoke to go. He was about to, He suddenly thought he was smoke back at school. He went. Yeah. I used to go. Oh, so my teacher's yeah, exactly. going to be listening. listening? <laughs> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, and, uh, and I didn't really play much golf. Uh, uh, but I recently played in Palm Beach, um, and it was lovely. But it's, it's a cool game. It's, but it's, 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 a great, it's really relaxing. It's really relaxing. But I just, if you, you know, Jason, if you had to get into your, like, that mentality, because that's yeah. what I, how, you, you walk out for a test match, let's yeah. say, and you know that you have to stay in and you have to, you have to wait for the bad ball yeah. and block the good ball. Yeah. <clears throat> how do you, do you mentally get yourself into that space? Is it just an area, you wake up, you brush your teeth, you have breakfast, you go, it's like work. Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, you've got routines. I think, I think that was the most important thing I taught myself for the last kind of three years is routine. So wake up, kind of try and have a similar breakfast, do the same sort of thing before the game. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, you just trust in your ability. Because there's, 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 like there's, there's like, uh, I was reading this thing, there's like two states uh, when you're sort of in a highly focused sporting yeah. uh, uh, environment. And, and there's, so there's one which is like the sort of fight or flight sort of jittery yeah. um, uh, state where you're, where you're sort of on edge. And actually that's generally where... Um, uh, also, the same goes for comedy as well. When you're on stage, like yeah. when you're when 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 everything is sort of focused in on you performing, yeah. Um, uh, you know, then there's that sort of sort of line that you don't want to be in the fight or flight one. But there's a sort of one where it's almost like you're playing, right? Like it's yeah. that, that you're you're in this sort of highly focused, playful state where you can almost sort of uh, just yeah. go with your instinct. Yeah, and, uh, and that's when apparently the highest sporting achievement is and that's when your is, body moves in the right way and yeah. you think the right things at the right time and it's just like in a state yeah, of flow almost you know? 100% and yeah. that is a lot of the, a lot of cricket now especially with batting as well like muscle memory you've got a ball yeah. coming at you at 90 miles an hour you haven't got time to think right okay I'm going to play this shot now to this ball into that position and then run it's you just do it Mm. Um, it's you just basically it's a bouncer your head you just know you have to just it's a bouncer you, you know you have to just get out of the way of it otherwise it's going to hurt a lot see th- that's what I find fascinating because yeah. you know this ball is going you know 90 odd miles an hour yeah, which I mean what is your what is the reaction time for something like that for a no group? man I wouldn't even know the numbers Nothing, I'd right? rather not know the numbers to be honest it's just mm. like I'd rather not see people get like there's always uh, clips and montage of people getting hit in the head by fast bowling I'm like nah I don't. I don't watch that. It's just you just can't. I can't deal with that sort of stuff. And it's true. It's like getting on a flight and watching a, pl- a movie on a plane crashing. Yeah, why, no. You why wouldn't would do you do you that? You wouldn't do it. But that's what they do. They bring up clips of the old Aussie series, old Ashes series, where Harmison's hitting Ponting in the head, and he's got a gash across the bottom of his eye, and he's bleeding everywhere. And you know, he just cracks on and carries on playing. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. But also, you no, faint no, at the sound no, of blood, no, don't no. you? You're, you're, you're <laughs> one of those people. No, I'm definitely yeah, not. You person. are. No. You are that person. No. You faint at the sound of blood. I love a bit of blood. <laughs> I've, I've fainted with my own blood. Well, I think we have to say, well, I fainted when I, when I murdered no, no, someone no. in their blood. <laughs> no, I get, if I cut myself, I get a bit, get a bit faint. Yeah. What? No, yeah. you don't. You really? Sometimes. Have you, you, so when you give blood, do you, have you ever given blood and then... No, but I've never, it's never when I'm like volunteering to do it. It's always when I suddenly like cut myself and then, uh, then it's like a shock to me. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm looking at it going, oh, that's quite bad. <laughs> How bad does it have to be? It's just pretty bad, pretty bad. bad. Yeah, not like yeah. an average cat. Talking yeah. of watching a plane crash on a flight, I honestly, I went to Did New York. talk about that? I don't know if I... What? Talking about a plane crash. No, 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 because I said before about getting cut and like you don't want to sight a blood thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, but, right. I, but I was saying no. But the fact, I watched, I watched a movie. <laughs> like, that was a bit of a random... <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was thinking back. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, we're talking about the fact that why would you watch people getting hit in the head? Yeah, if you why were, would you? Why yeah. would you? And I remember I went to New York and that movie Flight 
with yeah. Denzel Washington yeah. was on the flight. Yeah, yeah, about how it turns upside down. And I was Love watching that. it about this plane <laughs> crashing. And I was like, oh God, I'm feeling incredibly it's anxious the now. Thing you all <laughs> of a sudden, I wonder why I'm feeling yeah. anxious. Feeling anxious on this flight. So it was really horrible. But, <laughs> it, but it's, you know, we, also with cricket, right? You know, yeah. I, I think we play, all played at school and things like that. There are times when you, when you get into it. And it doesn't matter what ball is bowled at you. You know you can just hit it. You know whatever you are, you can just knock it away. Yeah. And when you get into that zone as a yeah. sportsman, does it, do you feel unstoppable? You feel good. <laughs> the whole thing with batting is just getting in. I mean, I mean, everyone gets out cheaply sometimes. But when you, once you get in, it is a nice feeling. It's very nice to know when you come off as well, that you've actually trained for a reason. Because mm. um, more often than not, as a batsman, you fail. And that's, the re- that's being realistic and that's being just honest. Because you don't always go out there and get 100. It doesn't happen. You get good balls and you get out. So you've got to find ways. Ma- yeah. Don, Brad- Don Bradman nearly did. There you go. Yeah. It's <laughs> a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah, well, listen, I'm just saying Don Bradman did. Yeah, I know. So, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I mean, do you do you still now look back at your your games that you've played and yeah. think of times where you go, shit, that wicket was annoying and that wicket was annoying and that moment was annoying? Do you have things like that in your head? Uh, mm, more posi- I try and keep more positive stuff than negative stuff in my head. So I'm more likely to think of all my good stuff I've done rather than my negatives. Um, yeah. I lose count of my negatives. So I'll keep, keep I, hold of the positives. Because I, I still remember to this day, I remember the best cricket match I've ever played in. <laughs> I'm not getting you. Really? Really? This is the best cricket match I've ever played in. I, and I, 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 raffles against... No, it was not raffles. I remember the What's best pe- 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 cricket match I've ever played I, in. I remember the best catch I ever did. I remember the best wicket I ever did. And I remember the best cricket match I've ever been in. Best cricket match, uh, just back to me for the moment. <laughs> best cricket match was... Uh, I was in my second last year playing for the first at yeah. Summerfield's, uh, Summerfield School for Boys. I was 11 years old. And we were playing Elstree School. Okay. And uh, last over of the match, they couldn't win, but they were batting for the draw. We had three balls, three balls left and three wickets to get. Ollie Elliott, left arm over. No pa- chance. Yeah. No Ollie Elliott, way. left arm over, pacey as anything, really fast, quite scary at like 12 years old when someone came like over the wicket, like massive at you. Probably only bowling like 60 miles an hour, but holy shit, it went fast. <laughs> he came steaming down the wicket, bowled it, wicket, yeah, the crowd didn't go well because there was no crowd. <laughs> yeah, 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 I went mental. Two balls go, two wickets. Ollie Elliott left arm over, comes running down, bowls it. Wicket! <laughs> it goes mental. We're like, oh my God. Anyway, one ball left. Last wicket. Ollie Elliott comes steaming down, bowls it. No ball. Oh, everyone goes, ooh. Ollie Elliott gets the ball back, runs down, steams in, bowls it. How's that? and no they give way. it oh, oh unbelievable mate. three balls three wickets it was just the mo- and still to this day I remember that moment but you have those yeah. moments memory. yeah really yeah, that is a good memory what was you, yours have you told that story before yeah a few times yeah, I can tell. yeah I, I, sometimes I change it to me bowling yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I thought it would be bad because Ollie Elliott might be listening yeah. so, <laughs> so I didn't want it to steal his thunder I also told this other time, do you ever play, you must have played like father and son's cricket back in the day. Did you ever do that thing? Or, or, or like, or, really, or no. did you ever play like school things and stuff like that? Well, we had father and son's cricket. And I said this before, but there was a guy who was so competitive at, uh, at batting, one of the dads. And we were like, we were in our cults. In, so we must have been 10, 11. And this guy 
bowled a ball really so well and the dad ran up the wicket smacked it and hit a guy called George Setter in the arm and broke his arm <laughs> on the cricket pitch this dad he was like 50 just no tried, remorse did he show remorse no. broke his arm no, with, no, a, no, with a cricket ball the cricket ball oh <laughs> got knocked into his arm and broke his arm yeah and then the worst thing about it which is even more awkward has that ever happened at international uh, no a lot of fingers get broken oh, a lot yeah. of fingers get broken dislocation shoulder pops out all this sort of stuff really Mm. But but also but you growing up because uh, you, you grew up in South Africa yeah only until ten years old Inter- but, yeah but enough, were yeah. you were you straight away onto a cricket pitch and batting and those no I no up to ten years old I didn't have a clue about cricket really I watched a bit on TV watched a lot of rugby dad played water polo um, sorry so I just kind of played water around. polo water polo yeah he played water polo for South Africa um, actually captain. water polo is a yeah. weirdly yeah, savage sport yeah. my dad played, my dad played water polo as well really oh, yeah I don't know where I I'm, why I'm not big like him but he's six foot five shoulders hardly fit through a door he's just massive absolute chicken legs does he got a Jason don't you talk to me like that (laughs) Jason why can't you hit the ball man yeah Jason you better you listen if you don't hit that ball I'm gonna make it honestly mate with some of the most heated arguments you've ever seen on the way back when I was younger really tell me like what just (laughs) he'd come to the over when I was playing for Surrey and come to a T20 game I'd be 20 giving him a lift home from but you were like four at this time, or something ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, no. You were like four. This is where I'm older now. This is where I'm, I'm older. We're in England now. It's older. I'm a professional cricketer. I wish I'm you were four, four, four years, years old. <laughs> you fucking, you That's South Africa. like that, you fucking That's that. South Africa when I was six years old driving him home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't quite go in uh, Listen, in Jason, you're going to run home, and if you don't beat me home, I'm going to catch you and throw you down the well. <laughs> New Zealand in there, yeah, 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 but it, but it so got heated. He never understood why I couldn't hit the ball. But, mm. but does that, but does that mentality and that drive and that kind of like competitive, yeah, competitiveness, yeah. competitiveness. So did, you, did you play with Stevie Eskenazi? In no, I have not played. I played against him. Oh, it's, 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 but he's South African, isn't he? Yeah, he's South African. But, but he I, plays no. for England. He plays for Middlesex. Yeah, Middlesex. Yeah, he plays yeah. for Middlesex. Yeah, that's Wait, right. Did he not play for England or? No, no, I don't think he has. Oh. Not yet. But hang on, so you, no, so you, so you grew up in. But so, you, what time did you pick up a cricket bat and go? Oh, I reckon, no, you were one of these kids, man. You like put you in the centres with a rugby ball. You just smash through everyone. Yeah. Give you like a golf club. You can just not. You were one of those. One of those dicks. Yeah. You were just um, one of those idiots. No, I, I hated I just, you. I just loved sport, mate. To be honest, I just um, I messed around with with cricket and stuff on the farm and on my grandparents' farm in South Africa, but that was as serious as it got. Um, and then came to England. A lot of it was rugby. A lot of my life consist- consisted of rugby, like, especially when I was younger. Um, up to 16, 17, I was way more passionate about rugby. So what mm. changed in your head? Longevity, career, what, I, what realistically I will have a better career at. Um, I love my rugby, but I probably didn't have the edge I have in cricket as I did in rugby. Um, but I think the mentality of working hard and the never give up thing has really helped my kind of mm. what, what, what is the edge that you need to become a professional sportsman? What is it? What is it over anything else that you need to have? I Contacts, think, yeah. right? Contacts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Contacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all about the network. Yeah, you got to network really well. You got to know it's, it's who you know. Yeah, it's, it's who you know. know. It's not about it's not about your talent. It's just no, literally it's who about know. who you know and it's whether you know. can bring sweet sweet money yeah, to the sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nepotism nice. mostly. Yeah. But that but that weirdly that what I didn't realize are you a fan of Formula One? 
I am a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but um, I didn't realise this about Formula One, which I found out the other day, is that... It costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, it's expensive. <laughs> really? I can't buy one of those cars. Yeah. Oh, it's really <laughs> Yeah, I went to Toyota. Can I have I one of those cars? That I, see? I found out that I'm not becoming becoming a Formula One driver. It's like what? I just don't understand why I can't buy this car. Um, but it, but I didn't realize that a lot of it is down to with the yes, they're insanely good drivers. Yeah. But a lot of it is down to what they can bring to as in terms the team, of team, in terms of sponsorship, in terms of sponsorship yes. and money. Yeah, yeah. which, which I didn't. So I had no when idea you, about when that. When you're a driver, you have you'll have you know you'll you'll have certain brands that you always work with the back your your what brands would you work with Francis um, pick your favorite Patek Philippe <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go yeah. nice start yeah, yeah nice start second one Patek Philippe um, I can't have another watch brand uh, maybe Yoshi Cider <laughs> okay number two uh, yeah De Boule my, my okay fa- yeah. yeah and then the last one and then uh, have a hotel, like go a on, go on uh, yeah a resort what, what's your oh, oh the Ritz <laughs> there we go done <laughs> Done. <laughs> Perfect. That's who you'd go in the sponsorship. Yeah, with. I think yeah. with, with the contacts we yeah. have, we could come. We could yeah, come exactly. Yeah, we could do yeah. that. We'll find you a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, team. Um, we have got to that moment where Francis, uh, Jason, you don't know this, but we do something called the question of the week. Uh, yeah. uh, now, Francis always gives us a question. So, uh, Francis, yeah, specifically for me, to answer. This is for this is for you, yeah, and oh, for me. No. But you answer it first, and then oh, I answer. Dear. Trust me, man. I have not in other 180 odd episodes. I generally try to do um, uh, ones that work that are sort of relevant to the conversation. Oh, so, let's say. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay. So, right. Francis, let's have the question of the week. Okay. What is who who scored the highest team total? In Team T uh, Twenty International, what, what team and what, what match was it? Highest team total. Highest team total in, in 2020. Yeah, T Twenty. Okay. Oh no, I know. I know was, this. It was last night where they did the highest ever run chase in what the was that? Caribbean Premier League. They chased down 242 or something. But I I, I saw it, not as many. Uh, Chris Gale. Chris Gale, who is oh, the ex um, ex uh, West Indies captain, and yeah. great, he scored a fifty in twelve runs. Twelve runs. He scored a fifty in twelve runs. He's that <laughs> good. A big cricket fan, aren't that, you? Yeah. Wow, I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a fifty the world in, boss. Tw- yeah, yeah, in the world twelve. Yeah. 12 bulls, um, France's bulls, and uh, then I saw, and then I was watching the, like different things, and then there was the, the Sri Lankan batter, under no, the Indian batter, who knocked broad for six sixes, six sixes. Yeah, in yeah. one over. Imagine yeah. how demoralizing that is. <laughs> Imagine how great that would feel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Imagine. Oh but we, also, didn't Chris Gale, didn't Chris Gale say, Chris Gale once had an interview, and he's, you know, he's a very big guy, he's amazing at batting. And Chris Gale turned up, got a flight on the morning of the cricket. Uh, well, no, he got a, that was it. He got a flight the night before of the cricket match the next day. Yeah. And he's interviewed the next morning and he said, Chris, why did you turn up the night before your big cricket match? He said, oh, because I wasn't a flight on the morning. <laughs> yeah, no, it just doesn't really care. He's yeah, a yeah. huge extrovert. Like, just doesn't care. self-proclaimed world boss. Um, that's, what his, that's what his tag is. He's a the world, world boss. boss. World boss. <laughs> Hashtag world boss. And mate, he's, he is unbelievable. He's got his 22nd T20 century. And the next guy, the next highest amount of runs in T20s is, I think, Michael Klinger. And he scored eight. And he scored 22. So, yeah. But <sighs> answer to your question, no idea. Yeah, you've got to say, you have to go pick one. Yeah, I know what it is. 
200 did you see it on my phone. no i swear life i didn't say i know who it is you saw it he no was, i he, swear he, to god yeah, I know yeah, there's no one right there by yeah, the he microphone did. i didn't see it 100 percent. i get it look i swear you even pointed at my phone and said don't show that yeah but i didn't see it i'm gonna tell you who it is you'll get the exact amount of yeah it is a don't show him the answer i swear to god i haven't seen it i'm gonna guess i'm gonna this recorded yeah i swear to god listen back i haven't seen it i swear my life and i'm gonna go for 248 runs and the team is India do we have to do team as well yeah yeah oh team and team team and runs and versus oh my word oh, so okay. India versus so India, India versus Sri Lanka <laughs> it was 248 runs you know this do you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 254 254 West Indies. Yeah. Oh, no. How many did we chase? No, how many did we chase? Maybe that was a chase in the World T20. Oh, that was one, you, that was one that you didn't, didn't, didn't bat that yeah, well in, right? I think I got like 44 of 12 balls or something. It was, it was all right. I did okay. One of those ones you can't remember. <laughs> Too many of them. <laughs> I <laughs> only remember the good ones. Go away. <laughs> positive. I positive vibes, the positive. Bro. Positive yeah, vibes. You can tell those stories on your fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got these five good times. <laughs> No, uh, yeah. <laughs> so who do you think West Indies yeah I'm going to go West Indies West Indies versus West Indies versus England West Indies versus England oh you find out in part two I mean that would be I mean that yeah would that, would that be the highest scoring well listen we don't know that's why we're, we're guessing you, you've got the answer <laughs> you've got I the do answer. know the answer <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, listen. <clears throat> so I thought, like, instead of my diary this week, I'd make a little bit of a personal uh, uh, message because it's quite nice. I had to. Uh, I went to Spencer Matthews, a friend of mine, and his lovely wife Vogue Williams did a um, or Vogue Matthews got married, and they are shooting a TV show, and they asked me to be the master of ceremonies. So they asked me to be basically the vicar, uh, even though I wasn't ordained. The vicar, yeah, the priest. Well, you're going to marry. I, they're already Spence. married, but I, I I redid their vows for them. Wow. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did it. It was epic. And, uh, and so I wanted to read the speech that I read then, because I think it's really nice. And just, you know, Francis and now you, Jason, whenever you guys, well, you're married, so yeah, I'm screw done. you. Fine. Yeah, I'm I, done, I, I, but See Francis, you when you get married, just want to little lay down a little bit of a message. Set the standard. Set the standard that you're going to receive when you ask me to help out. All right, okay. Okay, you ready for this? <clears throat> so you, you, you want to... You want I can't to be legally binding. Uh, it's not. It's definitely not legally. Wait, are you yeah, going yeah. to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But Jason, listen. If you hate, oh, yeah, anything goes. Okay. Listen, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. So if you need a divorce, uh, okay. I can help you out <laughs> on that side. <laughs> right here we go. You ready? <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vogue and Spencer's wedding party. Technically, their second party. Now, if you were invited to their last one, don't worry because nor was I. Is this not, your speech? Yeah, this is my speech. Uh, exactly. Well, did it just sound start, really natural? Is that why? Oh, yeah. Not yeah. that I care, but it's nice to know that you're in good company. The last one was just for family, and of course, Vogue was pregnant, so they really wanted to do a second one with all of their nearest and dearest friends. Spencer and I have known each other for around 15 years, but I remember the exact moment I actually started to like him as a person. It was in 2017 <laughs> when he met Vogue. Now, some of you may chuckle at this, but it's truly, if you truly know Spencer, if you truly know him, there is only one word that sums him up. Loyal. Loyal to his family and loyal to his friends. As I said, I've known Spencer for 15 years and there has been a day that I, I knew he wouldn't be there by my side if I needed him. And the same goes for his family. Vogue, you came into Spencer's life and filled his heart with joy and happiness and empathy. Thank God, because I didn't think he had any. Thank you for being everything that Spencer's always <laughs> searched for and thank you for giving him your greatest gift of all, 
Theo. You are an angel. I look at you with pure admiration because this is what true love is. Someone once told me that the meaning of life is to love, which means you two have completed life stories. Story. Thank you, Vogue, for being an angel in all of our lives, and thank you, Spencer, for being my friend. Wow. Isn't that lovely? That is lovely. That is really yeah. romantic. So just to Did you, wow. yeah. let you know, Francis. You're a bit jealous of Vogue, is that it? <laughs> what do I... does sound very jealous. Thank you, Vogue, for fucking <laughs> up my, my future. Yeah. <laughs> you're amazing, Vogue. <laughs> Vogue. <Wow>. Vogue. <laughs> you're, you're more of a man than I'll ever be. <laughs> Oh, my God. Right, everyone, that's in part one. Hey, Jason, you've got to stick around for part two, baby. Okay. You'll see you in part two. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.